0: This was recorded live at the Redeemed Christian Church of God, The Throne Room Parish, Transcorp Hill in Abuja. Be blessed as you listen. So 1 Corinthians chapter 16 from verse 13. Watch ye, stand fast in faith. Quit you like men, be strong. 1 Corinthians chapter 16 verse 13. NLC version be on guard stand firm in the faith be courageous be strong one of the things that we saw the principle that has worked for our sister and is working for many of us the first principle that God gave Joshua told him he says be strong Be courageous. I have done everything for you. I've given you my word. I have sent forth my spirit. It's in you. Jesus Christ has paid the price. And is in heaven praying for you. Can you imagine that? Can the prayer of Jesus ever fail? How many of us know that through the scriptures. That Jesus Christ is there. Still laboring in prayer. Just for you. For you. If pastor forgets to pray for you. Jesus will remember to pray for you. So he says. But you take the first step. You be bold. Because you have my presence with you. So the first thing for you. Is to be bold. And take a step. Hallelujah. Don't react to boldness auto situations, act in courage and by boldness. Praise the name of the Lord. Number two, we'll be looking at another very powerful principle. Praise the name of the Lord. So, the first one is be bold, be strong, be courageous. Number two, while well, we've just read, it says, be, it says, watch ye, stand fast in the faith. It says, quit you like men. Have you seen it? Because that's how men ought to behave. So he's saying, women, sisters, quit you like men. Brothers, quit you like men. Because certain situations will come in your life, you confront them like men. Because whatsoever you don't confront, you cannot overcome. Nobody is going about looking for giants or challenges. But when they land, you don't back out. You face them. And because you have a God who is standing by you, you succeed. So quit you. In that situation, quit you like men. Hallelujah. Number two. See what it says here. Joshua chapter 1 from verse 7. Only be thou strong and be very courageous that thou might observe to do according to all the law. Psalm say me say all. Which Moses my servant commanded thee Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left that thou, hast, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. Can I read the N- NLC version? Joshua chapter 1 from verse 7. He says, be strong and be very courageous. Be careful. Somebody say, me say, be careful. To obey all. Help me say all. All the instructions Moses gave you. Said do not deviate from them. Turning either to the right or to the left. Then you will be successful in everything you do. Please help me say all. Oh, help me say all. The number two thing that you ought to do is obedience to God's command. Obedience to God's instructions. Notice how the Lord delivered this to Joshua. He says, be careful to obey all. One time there was a king in the book of 1 Samuel that king's name was Saul he came from the least of the background very humble background and God made him king now listen very carefully God was the one that brought him even when he was little in his own eyes he made him king now God now gave him instructions and says, Go to the Amalekite, wipe them out all. Both cartoon men, women, just wipe them out. Why? Because of what they did to my people. You know, sometimes we feel as if God forgets things, God does not forget. Everything God says he will do, he's going to do it. Now, so God now spoke to him and Saul went and did not do all the instructions of the Lord. First Samuel chapter 15 from verse 19 I read. Wherefore, this was when Samuel came to meet him. Wherefore, then this, thou not obey the voice of the Lord, but this fly upon the spoils and this evil in the sight of the Lord. And Saul so said unto Samuel, yes, I have obeyed the voice of the Lord, and I have gone the way which the Lord has sent me. I have brought Agag, the king of the Amalek, and have utterly destroyed the Amalekite. But the people took off the spoil sheep, oxen, best, the chief of the things we should have been utterly destroyed, to sacrifice unto the Lord thy God in Gilgal. Was that the instruction that God gave to him? Oh, church, was that the instruction? He did part of it, but not all. And Samuel said, if the Lord has great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices, as in obeying the voice of the Lord, Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice and to hearken than the fat of rams for rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. When you fail to obey God, this is how it looks like. It says, and stubbornness is as the iniquity of idolatry because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord he also has rejected thee from being king. And then Simon said unto him, I will not return with thee, for thou hast rejected the word of the Lord, and the Lord has rejected thee from being king over Israel. You want to be successful God's own way? Please obey all the instructions that the Lord Gives to you. The instruction of the Lord is the key to the construction of your entire life and destiny when you obey. He obeyed, but not all. Some of us, when we are dealing with God, we deal with God as if, you know, when you go to a departmental store and you start to pick things, Or, you know, you go to a grocery store and then start to pick things. Oh, this one, you check. I don't want this one. This is the one I want. No. I I want plenty of praise. I will praise the Lord. I will follow him. Oh, I love it to shout in the house of God. Take it. Sacrifice. For church building. Uh, no, this is not for me. Go to the next item. Peace with the enemy. Enemy, no, this is not for me. You only just pick those ones that are convenient to you. That is not to be how to be successful with God. If he says all, all. There's a place of sacrifice. You know, it's not easy. I remember one time God told me, sell your car. I love this car so much because it was my first car. I did everything to get that car. Begged my father for money. Sold our generator in the house. Just, I just wanted to buy that car. It was my first car. Uh, it was a Jeep. We started driving Jeep many years ago. I remember first, ne- Neva Jeep. Niva, Niva Jeep, it's a Russian car. You don't see it. Oh, that car gave me I love, That car gave me hell. I love the car. I ran to my sister. She's here. Many, many years ago. Please give me money. I collected money from her. I was always begging to I just wanted that car. That car consumed my most drive car. My father came and met me and said, "You are suffering from motoritis. <laughs> Why don't you wait?" You know, we didn't have cars. Many of you now, you yeah, are students. Those days, for a student to drive a car, you must be a big, big boy on campus. And the car was secondhand and gave me trouble. Trouble! Remember one time? Ah, uh, was very serious. When I, when I first bought the car, the car was very good. You know, I did the paint, everything. The outside was very okay. But inside was a problem. So I admired the car, but I had a problem with performance. When you are speeding with this car, because the mechanic just joined many things together. Carry um, uh, Mercedes-Benz brake pad, put, take one part from another car, put, take axle, put, just mix the whole thing together. But there was no part for Russian cars. When I'm at top speed, I thought I was speeding that the car could move very fast because everywhere would be vibrating when it got to, until I fixed the speedometer and it was just at 80, 80k, the whole place, shaky, as if the car wants to fly. <laughs> but I love the car. One day, I went to see my friend. I can never forget that. Did that car disgrace me? I was going to pose in a house. So I drove down to GRE and just parked the car. I was in the car, you know. Sister, how do you do? So after I posed in the car, she sat in the car and gisted, gisted, gisted. It was about time for her to leave. Good night, good night. God bless you, sis. As soon as I kicked the car, I'm not lying, I'm telling you the truth. As soon as I kicked the car, Fire came out from under. <laughs> fire came out from under the dashboard. Fire. All our sisters and everybody came pour water. Ah, that day I felt so bad. But I still love the car. It was my first car. And God told me while I was in, moved to Kaduna, I was serving. God said, take that car and sell. I said, sell? No. I held onto the car like this because, you know, as a copper, you know, do you know what it means to have a car at that time? I said, sell this car. I was contemplating for two weeks. The word of God will come again. Say, I want to bless you. So I took the car one day. I didn't tell my father. I didn't tell anyone because people had invested and they said, you sell a car and give the money to church. My father would say something is mad. This, but my son is mad, mad. So I took the car and sold quietly and obeyed the law. I didn't even allow anybody to know that I was the one. Just wrote a small note. And dumped the car, money, and left. Even the pastor did not know. That was the covenant that I had with God. It was when I came here. I sold everything We came down to Abuja stay in my sister's house that was when God started to show me great fever now we were I was staying in the house doing all the you know everybody was very happy you know just was finished school and then service and there was this one that got planted there who was the chief pharmacist of then presidency at that time, many years ago. One day, we're sitting down. We just came and knocked. I said, ah, Madam, please, I'm looking for a pharmacist. Remember? I said, I'm looking for a pharmacist. Pharmacist? To do what? That I have a job I want to give up. I'm looking for a pharmacist. Please, can you please get me a pharmacist who can do this job for me, this contract? I said, see, it's a pharmacist. Say, said, ah, you have all these days, that you've been here, you're a pharmacist? I said, yes. I stood up. When I saw contract, all my ears stood like Alsatian dog, police dog. I said, yes, God. Said, follow me. And went. Went to the presidency. To I arranged everything. I was just sitting down. Brought the paper. Bam. That was my first major strike. I flew from that place. I bought my car. And this time around, I could kick and take Sister Di around. <laughs> Somebody understand what I'm saying. Do you understand what I'm saying? Listen very carefully. When God gives you an instruction, do all. Don't go halfway. It's a principle and it works. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. It pays to obey God. It's better than sacrifice to obey the instruction of the Lord. Better. Better than sacrifice. Better. Better. Now, God wants to catapult some people into the center of his will. A place where abundance will be chasing you. A place of your grace, of your abundant anointing. A place where the enemy cannot intimidate you. But it takes you to obey him sometimes it might look foolish obey him sometimes it might look stupid obey you think about it how can giving be the key of you increasing does it sound that's not mathematical is it mathematical if you want to accumulate to retain you keep adding right you don't give to accumulate But God said, give so you can accumulate. Listen, obey the instructions of God. Whatsoever he tells you to do, go! Just do it. And I know that your pot, indeed, those waters will be converted to wine. And it shall be the best for you. I see wealth visiting you in this moment, in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray in the precious name of Jesus that as you engage these principles of obedience, you will see the fruits, and the fruits shall remain and shall be everlasting. Hallelujah. We believe you have been blessed by this message. To download this message, please visit our podcast at The Throne Room on your handheld device or computer. For any inquiries, call 08087 000004 or visit the Life Center at number 20 Colorado Close, off Dame Street, Maitama Abuja. You can also visit our website, www.rccgthroneroom.org. You are highly lifted, highly favored. Thank you.